today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, it wasn't smoke in the water. Uh, with the sewage gate issue that uh, was in Coots Paradise and, of course, down through Shadow Creek over the last couple of weeks. And uh, we're still getting some reaction and some fallout from that. And uh, we're going to talk with Donna Skelly about that, the MPP for Flamborough and Gladbrook, as she joins us on the Bill Kelly Show. Good morning, Donna. How are you today? I'm great, Bill. How are you today? Good. Uh, as a former broadcaster and journalist, uh, you can understand that I'm going to pivot just a little bit. I do want to talk to you about this because <laughs> this is very important. Uh, but yes. the word, of course, that we just got before I came on the air today is that uh, Transportation Minister Caroline Mulrooney is going to be in town today. When did you find out about this? Uh, this weekend. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you heard the first hour of the show with Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger, who was, uh, I, I think I'm justified in su- su- suggesting he was incensed about the fact that he was not contacted about this. Well, I would have to challenge the mayor on that. I know, and in fact, I heard it as well, and I had, uh, I know they were trying to reach him yesterday, and there was uh, uh, every effort, trust me, was being made to uh, coordinate a meeting with the mayor, and we, they just kept getting pushback. So I confirmed that with the minister just before the show this morning, and she said, no, every effort had been made to coordinate a meeting with the, with the mayor, and for some reason, um, it wasn't received. Uh, they could not coordinate. Now, I, I, you know what? Sure I'm going to tell you something, Donna. I'm, I'm, I'm getting reporting from some of my sources at Queen's Park that that, in mm-hmm. fact, was the case, uh, that yes. the ministry did try to reach out. Now, when you say uh, they couldn't, did they actually contact the mayor's office and they, 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 they yes. declined? I, I don't know if he declined. I know they were in touch with the mayor's office. Because I thought if there was actually, so if there was a... They would a, a, have to, there if, was an actual, they actually reached out to the mayor's office, and for whatever reason, and I, I, I can't um, state emphatically, but I know that for whatever reason, the mayor's office was unable to facilitate the meeting. So there was a conversation between somebody in the mayor's office and somebody from the yes. ministry? Multiple occasions to try and coordinate oh. something. So I was, a little, I was a little taken aback when the mayor suggested that no effort had been made. That is untrue. It's, uh, that's interesting because uh, it was actually asked. They told the mayor about this uh, just before we came into the studio to do the show at nine o'clock, and he he seemed visibly uh, shocked by the whole thing and, and kind of off. And if, if it was a conversation with somebody on his staff, I'm surprised they didn't inform him even this morning about it. Bill, I can't speak for what happened. No, I get that. The, yeah, what happened in the mayor's staff, but I know, and I confirmed after hearing him make that statement this morning. I confirmed with the minister that multiple efforts were made to reach out to the mayor, and for some reason, uh, the meeting never happened. All right. Now, I know that uh, you are bound by confidentiality, and you can't talk to us about what the minister is going to talk about at 2.30 this afternoon. Uh, but is it a good news or a bad news announcement for the city? You know, you're, you're just going to have to wait until the media briefing. There is a media briefing actually at 2 o'clock, a technical briefing, and then at 2.30, uh, the, the, the minister will be available to the general public and to the media to speak publicly. Is it about funding? Bill, I, I, I'm going to let the minister make the announcement. Okay. All right. And, and as we mentioned, CHML will be there. We'll certainly follow up on that. Are you going to be carrying it live, Bill? I'm just curious. I'm not we'll sure. I'm not sure. I think okay. there, uh, I know I, a lot of people have reached out and asking. I, I've been so tie, tied up here at the studio. You know the, the <laughs> newsrooms are right across the hall from me here, but I haven't had time to go in there and talk uh, to the news director about that yet. I know that they're making efforts to try to get that information as soon as possible, so we'll see exactly how we're going to be able to handle that later on. In other news, as they say in our biz, uh, uh, Sewergate, uh, and, and 
of course, now there's a whole lot of subtext to what happened or didn't happen, I guess, when we found out about this story a couple of weeks ago from a story that was leaked in the Hamilton Spectator. I, I mentioned to our listeners, Don, I actually got a call. We were in Lake Louise on holidays, and I got a call from one of my sources here saying, this thing is about to break. And this is, and I said, well, not a whole lot I can do about it from here, but I, you know, I wondered if it was going to be a one- or two-day story. I don't think any of us knew of magnitude. Uh, of the leak, the, the billions of liters of, law, of sewage that was going in to uh, Shadow Creek and, uh, and of course, ultimately into Coots Paradise. Uh, you were not on council for that time, though, were you? This is, this is just after the, the election where you were elected to, to the Ontario legislature. That is correct, and I wanted to make sure that uh, that was clear. I first discovered or learned about the volume, well, first of all, about the leak, as most people did, and that was in the Hamilton Spectator articles. Uh, I was not on council. The first meeting, I understand, was in July of 2018. At that point, I had already been elected to provincial government and was sitting at Queen's Park. So I was not aware, and neither had I ever taken part in a meeting um, in camera where this was discussed. So I want to make that very clear. Having said that, as we all were, I was absolutely horrified when I discovered that 24 billion liters of raw sewage had been um, leaking into Coots Paradise and Shadow Creek for for years. What about the the conduct of council? And and I'm not asking you to throw anybody under the bus here, but the council decision to keep this confidential and keep this away from the public. You know, I, I actually um, looked into what the penalty would be if if you break a confidentiality, and it's it's a code of conduct violation. So if someone is that angry and that concerned about raw sewage, and I think there are serious health implications, uh, raw sewage being dumped into a local waterway, um, you know, it's very easy for me. This is hindsight is twenty twenty, and and uh, you know, I, yeah. But I, you I, you've I, been around that circle, and you've been behind yeah. those closed doors in those in camera sessions. Uh, I'm not surprised. Not, not this one, but know, but others. But others. Uh, I'm not surprised. I I recall trying to get just a seconder to have an audit on the waterfront trust when we had all of the, the questions surrounding uh, how it was being, the money was being spent and, and oversight, and I couldn't get a seconder. For some reason, um, we, we have a council that isn't always supportive of bringing information to, to the electorate and to the taxpayer, and I think that that's, that's unfortunate. I would hope, but again, I'm, I'm, I wasn't there at the time, but I would hope I would have done the right thing, and that is tell people. What concerns me is even the new three new councillors, they were informed about this at the early part of, I think it was January or February of 2019, and yet an entire summer, an entire spring and summer, when people are walking around Coots Paradise and letting their animals drink the water from Coots Paradise, nobody stepped in and said, don't do it. It's contaminated. There are billions of liters of raw sewage sitting in that in that water um, in, in that waterway. But John, you know and how they tried to rationalize that. They said, "Well, there was signage put up. Well, there's signage about the water there for years. Uh, the sign mm-hmm. about this specific spill was not posted there. It was posted in the lunchroom at one of the the, the offices, by, which, by the way, the public does not have access to. So, I mean, you know, they they." In, Technically, they, I guess they were in compliance with how you report these things. But it, this, is, this is beyond this. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the fact that one or two counselors finally came forward and said, you know, we were just you know, heartbroken by this. Well, yeah, th- th- coincidentally, it was just before the story broke. So, I mean, you know, I don't know that they didn't get word that this thing's going to blow up and maybe you want to get ahead of it. I'm not sure what the rationale is. And I don't doubt their, their, their concern at the time, but why don't you speak up? 
The past council sat on this because there was an election coming up. Uh, this, as you said, the new council was sworn in. This was one of the first items that was thrown in front of them. And I can understand you and I have both been in that position as, as newbies on council. And uh, you're not quite sure, but, you know, what if I do this, what are the ramifications, et cetera, et cetera. But over the course of time, over the the eight or nine months since then, you would have thought that somebody, you know, with the, with the guilty conscience would say, look, it, I got to tell people about this. And it didn't happen until the story broke. I agree. And, and not just a guilty conscience protecting people and protecting animals. This this has serious health implications, and where was the Board of Health on all of this? When there's a rabid raccoon, we are made aware of it, and it's, it's a story in the news, and yet we have 24 billion liters of raw sewage being dumped into a local waterway that is used as a destination by thousands of people, I would suggest, over the course of the summer, and yet no one spoke out about it and, and spoke up. So I, I, I understand as a rookie counselor, you're unaware of, of the implications of sharing information from a, an in-camera meeting. But if you look and it's just one phone call to the clerk's office, and, and if it's a, a code of conduct that is decided by, by counsel itself, then I think once the story would break, people would understand why you were, you were coming forward with that information. It's, un, it's unfortunate, but there is a track record. And, uh, you, you know, we saw information, and, and it will come out, hopefully, in the judicial inquiry with Red Hill, that there was information um, about um, uh, the, the fact that uh, inf- there was a, a problem with the, the asphalt. And, again, that didn't come to the surface, and that wasn't brought to council, and it certainly wasn't brought to the, to the general public. So there's some, uh, some serious questions about how all of this unfolded. And could you imagine if the spec wasn't, wasn't able to release that information, we'd still be unaware of it. Well, it um, let me ask you about that. Media. I want to ask you about that reporting. And, and I'll, I'll tie in the Red Hill thing with, with what happened here with the, as it's been called now, sewage gate. Uh, both instances, the, the provincial government knew about this as well, and they didn't see mm-hmm. fit to inform the public about this either. They went through proper channels and talked to the city staff, but nobody decided that maybe the public should be aware of this. And that includes the, the, the minister. Now, you're not, a, you're not in the Ministry of the Environment, but, I mean, somebody there knew about it and decided not to blow this thing up, which they probably should have. Well, I think that, um, and I agree, I think that ministries should also be more transparent and perhaps uh, a little bit more proactive in, in ensuring that this is made public. And that's one of the reasons why we're bringing forward changes, and, and part of it is because of Sewergate. Uh, the ministry is looking at making um, changes, policies, whether it's legislative or policies, that would require all municipalities, when there is something of this magnitude, to uh, publicly, first of all, to be very quick in terms of notifying the public, but to ensure that the information is gen- is truly public, in other words, posted in a, in a public forum where people have access to it. And this will be a change to the uh, Mid-Ontario Environment Plan. Well, beyond posting it, I mean, that, that's a rather superficial approach to this. I mean, the, the widespread information about this, I mean, put it on their webpage, uh, inform media well, so that they can inform others. That's exactly, that's exactly it. it. It's all part of this package, that it would have to be a very public notification through their media outlets, through social media, posting it. I will also, by the way, in the next, uh, over the course of, of the investigation into um, into how this happened and and the cleanup will be, uh, bringing forward updates on a regular basis. As soon as I'm made aware of it, we will be um, bringing it to to the media, news releases, etc. And that's all part of the plan. It's to ensure that it gets out to the general public. 
I mean, social media is one aspect, but also I, I still think legacy media is, <laughs> it has to play a role in all of this as well. How extensive is this provincial investigation going to be? Uh, well, I mean, we need to know what happened. We need to know if there are, how it's going to be cleaned up. That's another thing. Uh, and how much is it going to cost? Uh, we have well, to uh, and, and, well, and who's going to pay for it? Exactly. And, how many, and who's going to be fined? And will there be penalties? Will, the, will, this, will this investigation be a portion in culpability for this, to say these guys should have done this, this should have happened, that didn't happen? I'm under the uh, belief that that is the case right now, but um, I'm just saying that now I can, I can certainly verify that. But from what I understand, yes, we need to know how it happened. Is, and I think people need to know, you know, how did it happen? Was it um, accidental? Was it intentional? Uh, who knew about it? When did they find out about it? And what has been done in the meantime? And what is the plan moving forward to clean it up? There's some pretty smart people that work for the city in the public works department, and you know many of them too, Donna. Uh, and, and I can't believe that, as we're being told the story now, uh, this went on for four years, I think that's common knowledge now, uh, that the, the, the rationale that they keep coming back with is, well, you know, the computer program that looks after this stuff said that gate was closed. But notwithstanding the fact that the sewage continued to flow into Shadow Creek and into Coots Paradise, I can't believe that nobody in that office decided, well, maybe instead of looking at a computer printout, maybe you should go up there and look at the thing, which nobody seemed to do. I agree. And, of course, there were also a number of local residents who were concerned and brought it to the attention of, I believe, local councillors as well as, as staff that they had witnessed discharge in uh, and around Coots Paradise, and we're really concerned. I mean, you recall the stories, the, the, the media outlets, local media outlets reported on it. So if, if it was visible, what was done after that being brought to the attention of staff to identify the source of, of that discharge? I don't know. I don't know why it was. It seems to have been dismissed. But uh, clearly, these people who were um, quite familiar with the, the body of water, both the Shadow Creek and, and Coots, uh, they were familiar with it, and this was out of the ordinary. And, and the volume of, of, of um, waste that they were witnessing uh, certainly was, brought, was very concerning, and, and they shared that information and that concern with staff, and yet nothing was done. The outrage that we've heard on this program since the story broke is, has been twofold. Uh, one is that it happened, and as you say, there's there's obviously a technical glitch someplace that that allowed this to happen and to and to to carry on for four years. But I got to tell you, Donna, I, I think probably not even equally. I think more uh, than than that outrage is the outrage that council didn't come forward and 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 weren't forthright with the public about this, uh, and, and they I knew. Don't know why they didn't? I don't. Well. The, the fact that it, it's, uh, you can draw your own conclusion, but it was brought to the attention of a number of councillors, and you can check the records to see who was sitting on council at the time, but just before an election is, is concerning. And then moving forward, we have, uh, it, it again, uh, verified the amount of waste that is being uh, dropped into the, um, uh, into the waterway. And Again, nothing is shared with uh, with with residents. So, yeah, uh, it is. It's and 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 whether or not this has any impact on the outcome of the next election is really up to residents. There's nothing that uh, there's no tool in the provincial toolbox that allows 
a ministry or a government to intervene. So that that is off off the table. The only way you can really address it if if residents are outraged is is um, at the ballot box. There's a couple of things here because I mean people that are trying to cover their bases or cover whatever else they want to cover. Uh, can talk about this and say, well, we're going to put updates up on the city's webpage. Uh, you and I both know that nobody looks at the city webpage every day for this. And, hey, I want to go for a walk down at Coots. I better check make sure it's not polluted beyond control. Uh, there's there's got to be more uh, concrete and I think more you know intelligent uh, conversations and dissemination of information about this. Now, do you need new legislation to do this, or do you just have to tweak what's already on the books? We are tweaking it. The, the document that I was referencing is called our Maiden Ontario Environment Plan, and it, it is, we call it a living, breathing document. As, as these types of incidents arise and as new technology is brought forward, uh, we are revising this plan and this, uh, this act. And so we are looking at uh, implementing, as I said, uh, policies that will require municipalities to, to as quickly as possible notify the general public in a very um, visible and high-profile way, whether it's through uh, traditional legacy media, their own social media, on their websites, that there has been an incident. It will uh, eliminate this opportunity to, if you want to call it, bury or hide or not disclose an issue such as the one that we saw at Coots Paradise. So it is, uh, we're moving forward with it as we speak. The... Um, uh, ministry is is coming up with all of the changes necessary to make sure that this is implemented and and moving forward it will be part of our plan. I uh, will watch for that and see the city council's reaction to this. I know they've already passed a couple of motions already to try to clean this thing up. I mean the, the protocol and the the reporting mechanisms, but obviously uh, it needs to be supported by some stronger provincial legislation. It looks like that's on the books. Are you uh, going to be at the Sheraton later on today? I will be, and if you want to talk tomorrow, I'm free. Absolutely. We, we'll, we're going to be doing some follow-up on this, you can be sure, Donna. Thanks for the time today. All right, take care. Donna Skelly, of course, the uh, Flamborough Glanbrook MPP uh, for the, uh, the Ford government. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.